0: I don't really get why the aim is to always have this huge walk in closet. That is what Sex in the City sort of glamorized and made all fancy. But the more stuff we have, the more overwhelmed we get.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Clear Clutter Find Time podcast. I'm Bridget Johns, organization expert and time optimizer at Be Simply Free. I adore supporting busy women to save time and money and reduce their mental load by decluttering their homes, phones, calendars and minds, so they can spend more time collecting moments, not things. Each week, I'll share simple yet practical tips to help you and your family get organised because mums aren't maids and family members need to be part of the team to run a household too. If you're ready to go from overwhelmed to organised, let's get started with today's episode. I have the wonderful Julia O'Connell from Julia O'Connell Styling joining us today. She is a regional fashion stylist helping mums reclaim their style, feel comfortable in their bodies and build the wardrobe they love to wear. Julia is the mum of two very young ones and runs her styling business from her cropping farm in the Riverina of New South Wales. Julia lives the country life and understands the need for a versatile and hardworking wardrobe that takes you from the paddock to town, to the boardroom and back to chasing kids. Julia loves juggling the dust and the sequins and a whole lot of colour is her thing. So welcome to the podcast, Julia. Thank you, Bridget. Let's have a chat about fashion, wardrobes and clothes and how we can make the most of them. I love hearing how women build their businesses and serve people all across Australia from their regional properties. So, can you give us a bit of your backstory and how you started
0: your business? Absolutely. So, I have to confess I didn't grow up on the farm. I married into a farm life. I fell in love with a farmer and came across the border from Victoria I left behind the hills, so it's home with the Yarra Valley and came to the arena, which is a very flat country. So I do have to say I miss the um, hills, but yes, very much life now. Love what we have built here. And initially, I have to say, I wasn't sure how fashion was going to go on a very dirty and dusty farm. But yeah, I backed myself and I thought, you know what? If other people can do this from a farm, we all need to get dressed at some point in the morning, right? So I feel like it was going to work out and just uh, took a leap of faith and back myself.
1: How long have you been in business and what does business look like for you? How do you work with people from your property?
0: Yeah, so that has changed since I first started. So it's been oh, going on four years now, actually, now that you ask me that. And when I first started out, I was still in Melbourne. It was runways. It was fashions on the field. Again, helping out in the background. It was the glitz and glamour of the city. Nothing what we're doing now. But I love that it's going into this rule, this actually serving Women, rather than the runway, the chase, the wasteful fashion. I love that now I can be a lot more me as well because I felt like I had to be this really glitz and glamour stylist and that wasn't me as a person. I'm very down-to-earth myself. Chasing this career that sort of looked appealing but wasn't really what I was after. In a way, coming to the farm has been a blessing in disguise because it really helped me find out who I am as a person and how I can work as a stylist as well. Who I am, how I can align me, my business and then mum life as well. That has really kicked off the styling. The body changes a little bit when you do have kids, let alone two. And that helped me understand the difference between when someone just walks into the shop and is able to grab it off the rack But then I did that myself after having the first baby and it's like, okay, well, this does no longer fit me. And then having that moment of, okay, well, yeah, I'll go up a size and then you change in the change room and it's like, okay, it's another size up and you feel all the feels and you have that moment of, okay, well, I'm still me but I'm sort of having to let go of my wardrobe it's come a long way from the glitz and glam of the runway, but I'm proud to say that, yeah, the mum life has shaped me as a stylist to embrace what we have, and that is how I work with women now. So, one on one is now open because I had little babies, so, three in one, I thought I can still serve others but I offered it through a course just simply because the one-on-one coordinating that with three and a one-year-old is just not possible. So I taught it through a course, which now is no longer available, but now I've opened up the one-on-one styling again, which is very exciting because I actually get to go into your wardrobe and help you out right where you are. If you've got that internet connection, I can help you out on the Outback Station or, you know, out here in the marina or in a different state. So very exciting
1: understanding our wardrobes and making the most of it really does help us feel better. And it was part of my decluttering journey when I really stripped back the clothes in my wardrobe. I now have less clothes, but more options. So it's a really important part of people's lives. And that brings me to a key question you have on your website is you ask people, are you ready to feel like you again? So talk to us about how women are feeling before they start working with you.
0: Yeah. So the question comes from The chase, basically. The shops offer us, you know, the season, summer, spring, autumn, winter. But do we actually always need to buy new? Are we just chasing every trend? And then a big trend that I like to call out is a cutout. I don't know, that is not for me as a mum. So, you know, if that's for you, absolutely great. If something is a trend, do we have to have that in our wardrobe? Becoming a more mindful shopper and realising, okay, well, cutouts are not for me, do I have to have that in my, in my wardrobe just to be on trend? No, like you as a person will always be on trend. So don't worry about not having cutouts in your wardrobe. Invest in a wardrobe that is for you. So I will also confess there are no skirts in my wardrobe just simply because I don't like skirts. That's just not practical for me chasing after kids. So, you know, those checklists, I'm very big on not following them because, you know, do you need a blazer? not really, don't need to have that in your wardrobe. It's just going to clutter it. I don't really get why the aim is to always have this huge walk-in closet. That is what Sex and the City sort of glamorized and made all fancy. But the more stuff we have, and that is what you're about as well, the more overwhelmed we get and the harder it is to actually find what we're looking for. And I don't really have spare time in the morning to get dressed. And that's why I'm more about this hardworking wardrobe I love that. It is so important to remember you're building your own version
1: of your perfect wardrobe and we don't need to keep up with the Joneses. We don't need to be copying what other people are doing. Let's find our own style and build a wardrobe around it that matches us, our season of life that we're in and yeah, what makes us feel good. So, what are your suggestions for where to start? You spoke about that overwhelm of looking in those overflowing wardrobes. Sometimes people can't even pull a coat hanger out without everything else still (laughs) staying there. How do we know where to start? Because that's what stops people. They're like too overwhelmed to even bother. So, they just close those wardrobe doors and
0: walk off and probably buy some more things online. Where do they start? (laughs) Yeah, 100%. So, again, reach out. That is the first step. But then also, I'm big on having the wardrobe of the current season, not actually having your jumpers in the middle of summer right on display because you're not going to wear that jumper, packing them away and having only what you need for the season there. That probably takes out half your wardrobe already and just has what you need in front of you. So that is my biggest one. But if you would like to get started yourself, have the wardrobe that you need for the current season would be my biggest tip just because that takes out a lot of stuff already.
1: Yes, good tip there. Do you have any tips for what's your suggestion on where how to store those alternate season items?
0: So I have clear boxes that I got from Bunny and they are just, yeah, tight, sealed, you know, no dust, mice or anything gets in it and they just get stored away. Same with shoes, jackets, they're just stored away simply because I don't need them right now. So out of sight, out of mind. Great tips.
1: And we share a passion for sustainable fashion. And I loved your September blog article where you shared some really sad statistics that on average Australians buy 56 items of clothing a year. I would suggest some are even higher. And most of them are made from non-sustainable or non-durable materials. Australia is the second highest consumer of textiles per person in the world after the U.S., And each year Australians dispose of an average of 23 kilograms, oh my goodness, of clothes into landfill every year. And we don't have a systematic resource to collect unwearable clothing and a lot of clothes are being wasted and it's a big problem with our waste system. Can you share some of your practical strategies of how we can reduce our fashion footprint?
0: Absolutely. So again, if you do your wardrobe edit, consider is it completely gone? So does it have holes? And yes, by all means, put it in the bin. But if it's still great, and it's just a matter of I don't like it anymore, consider donating. A lot of our really good stuff, someone else would love to wear them. Consider donating instead of just putting it in the bin. If it's just a button missing, or if there's any little hole, can you repurpose can you make shorts out of it, for example? Could you take it to your local seamstress to get it fixed? If, you know, you don't have a sewing kit, all these skills that we used to have back in the day. Now, you know, I'm not that old, but, you know, I'm going to call them back in the day. <laughs> They're getting lost because we've got this fast fashion. We've got this constant tap into I'll just buy new that we forget that we can actually fix and repair things as well. So that is one of my biggest things, shopping in your wardrobe as well first, getting away from I've got nothing to wear. Why do we have nothing to wear? Is it that overwhelm? Is it that I've got too much, too much of the same?
1: And there's so many YouTube videos of how to fix simple things and you can grab a little sewing kit from your local IGA or Woolworths and give it a go. There's some really cute embroidery patterns, even if there's a tiny little rip in something that you could make a little daisy or a flower over the top. Let's get creative and make bestoke items that we can wear that no one else has the same one of and really make the most of that item that's already been produced and getting lots of wear out of them because we love them because they're, um, suit our style. We're both a huge fan of those secondhand vintage or op shop clothes. I'd love to hear one of your favorite secondhand purchases and any tips for how to find those items because a lot of people won't shop in op
0: shops or secondhand
1: because it's too hard.
0: My favorite purchase would be my black sequence pens. That was a random one. <laughs> But I have worn them in the early stages of being pregnant with our first one because it's got an elastic band up the top, so that worked really well. I've worn it casually out for lunch dates. I've worked it for the conference that I was at in August. That would be hands down my favourite black sequence pants. And then in terms of how to find pieces like that, I would say keep an open mind. A lot of, obviously, the op shop mentality comes with, oh, it's smelly, it's old, it's not for me. you got to look beyond that. I feel like the city has really beautiful op shops, but in the country it's still that sort of old, smelly, dark sort of looking shop. So I would say look beyond that and go through every single rack. You don't know what you'll find. Sometimes even, you know, if you're thinking oversized is not really my thing, you don't know what's in there. Someone else might have put something in there that is not meant to be in there. Look beyond the dark and smelly and keep an open mind and go through every rack would be my suggestions
1: so true. A lot of the time people will mix up kid sizes and adult sizes and it's well worth having a flick through and seeing what's in there. And my kids have realised that I am a big op shop lover. So whenever we're holidaying, if they see an op shop on our holiday travels, they know I'm more likely to let them buy something <laughs> from there. It's a little um, hidden trick to see behind a town, to see what type of things they're wearing and buying and op shopping as well. So I definitely encourage people next time you're on holidays, duck into the local op shop and and see what you can find. It's not just clothes. Our caravan was refitted with a lot of secondhand cutlery and things like that as well. Shop secondhand first is also my suggestion for people. You won't
0: always find it, but there's some beautiful hidden gems. 100%. Even if you think you won't find anything, you might just find something for the shelf that you didn't think you needed, but absolutely is on the shelf at home. And my husband might be rolling his eyes in the back because he knows that if there's an op shop, I'll go in it.
1: I did pick up some beautiful daisy covered champagne glasses, but I
0: also believe in displaying and using what
1: you love. Let's use those beautiful <laughs> things. It. Many of our listeners may have kids at home. Do you have any tips for simplifying kids' wardrobes? Because I feel like they can uh, creep up or we hold so many different sizes for them. What are some simplifying tips you have for kids' wardrobes?
0: We are renovating our house. Currently, there is actually no wardrobe in any of our rooms. Both our kids actually have one drawer, one drawer only for their clothes. It is literally what fits right now and same with the seasons. What you can fit in that drawer is all they have. Everything else gets packed away. Again, in that clear box, I only take out the sizes that they need. Everything else got put away because there's not that much that fits into one drawer. (laughs)
1: And we use this thing called a washing machine. And if you're anything like me, sometimes it's daily or every couple of days. So, we need to remind ourselves, I say, stop focus notice so often. Do we really need to have 20 dresses or um, 20 pairs of shorts? We are washing every couple of days and that's another good space boundary you're putting in place with the drawer to keep an eye on how much stuff you're having. So, yeah, it's a a good way to think about kids' stuff. And we actually sort of have farm clothes and we talk about going out clothes, which are leaving the farm. clothes clothes yeah. <laughs> so
0: they can get even more dirty than the going out clothes <laughs> I am totally with you and a lot of the times I have to say it might look nice at the shop but it doesn't work on the farms. it's fancy it's nice looking but it's probably not going to be practical
1: I have a bad habit of loving white kids clothes but <laughs> dusty properties <laughs> do not allow for that
0: <laughs> yes yes <laughs>
1: And Be Simply Free exists to help women simplify their lives. And I ask each guest to leave us with their top tip to help women simplify their lives. What would your tip be?
0: Start shopping in your own wardrobe before you go to the shops, I would say.
1: It's so simple yet so effective. I'm a big fan of re-wearing those items. We don't need to get caught in that Instagram culture that says you've worn it once. Oh my goodness, how does someone wear the same thing again? We have a washing machine, we wash and we wear again so it can be sustainable fashion. Absolutely. And how can listeners find you online and access your services if they're ready to feel like themselves
0: again? Yes, you can find me on Instagram, Julia O'Connell Styler, or the same on Facebook as well, which all link to my website. I'm very excited about the one-on-one packages that are now open. If you want to get ready for the Christmas season, essentially, or if you want to think about Christmas presents even, or for next year, that is where you find me.
1: And maybe it's a nudge, nudge, wink, wink to a husband to pop a a gift (laughs) voucher. in the christmas stocking for yourself as well because i'm a big fan of those clutter-free gifts and experiences to add value to people's lives rather than buying excess clutter for the the point of it. So thank you so much Julia for joining us on the podcast. I can't wait to follow some more of your wonderful instagram reels sharing the real life of being out in the paddock and then back in the home and rural fashion and fashion in general is for people expressing what they love to wear and you really um, Um, show that in what you do. So thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Bridget. The best way you could support me in this podcast is to follow on your podcast platform. So new episodes arrive in your podcast feed every Thursday morning and leave a five-star review. My love language is acts of service. And if you're feeling super generous, please take a screenshot of this podcast and what you're doing while listening and share it to your Instagram stories. If you're after personalized support from me, please read the show notes to see how we can work together from anywhere in the world. And I can't wait to work with the next group of Clear Clutter Fine Time course participants when we start early January 2024. So join the waitlist if that's of interest to you. Thank you for having me in your ears. And remember a year from now, you'll be so grateful you started using 1% of your day to make a change right now. See you next week.